so you know that uh, Biden just issued his first veto of this bill that Congress uh, and the Senate <clears throat> have passed. And it's fascinating because, you know, a, a bill by definition means that the, you know, the Democrats have also supported this bill. I mean, that, it has to happen because the Senate is majority uh, Democrat at this point, not by much, but nevertheless, uh, they, they agree to this bill. What is the bill? It's a bill that says <clears throat> that we're going to ban um, any ESG requirements, meaning uh, environmental social governance um, when it comes to investments uh, by the government or otherwise uh, that, that w- with for retirement plans. And that's, that seems very appropriate. It, it should be about maximizing the retirement. But somehow a lot of these retirement plans decide, oh, we're, we're going to invest in, in, and give money to, let's say, Black Lives Matter or whatever, Greenpeace, uh, anything global warming related, having nothing to do with, <laughs> with the ultimate goal of the retirement plan, which is to increase the revenues for their retirees. And, and they don't care about that. I mean, I, I'm just not interested in that. If, when, when I want to buy groceries, I don't want to, to know that the money I'm paying for is going 50% to ESG programs. I, I, that's not what I'm for. Uh, or or when, I, <laughs> when I hire a plumber, I, I want him to do the job. I, I, don't, wanna, I don't wanna pay more for, for the ESG or, or to know that somehow he's gonna not spend as much time on this and, and the, the pipes he's gonna get for me, well, he's gonna give it to somebody else for ESG purposes. I mean, it's really the same thing, isn't it? So anyway, very strange that he's doing this, but at the same time, you can say there's some pressure for him to do that. At the same time, at the same time, there's a recent bill uh, where the Congress and the Senate, or the House and the Senate, rather, have agreed that they're going to <clears throat> get to the bottom of the origins of COVID. And that was bipartisan, and the president signed it. I, I hesitate to call him the president, but whatever, he's there. Um, and he has signed it. And now um, all things are go to figure out the origins from COVID, as if we don't already know, right? I mean, but, but it's obvious. And so, so you, you might ask the question, why? Why would Biden agree to this? Here's my, my theory, and I said this on Newsmax the other day. Look, I, I, I think they realize that the, you know, they see which way the wind is blowing. They, they're going to find out that it came from the lab. And they have to be able to say to their constituents that they were interested in getting to the bottom of things. And the last thing they want to look like as it, is that they were somehow trying to hide information or prevent the Republicans from, from getting what they wanted to get to the truth. You know, it doesn't, it's not a good look. Let's put it that way. And, and so it's an easy, it's a no-brainer. But all I, I have to ask them is, well, how come you didn't do this yesterday? How come you didn't do this a year ago? How come you didn't do it like right away as soon as your, your, uh, your holiness, Joe Biden, was in office? And I have like <clears throat> one name to say when it comes to this investigation, John Durham. Remember that guy who didn't seem to find anything? And I think all the statutes of limitations have expired for everyone who's done everything. Like maybe this whole like investigation might not actually find anything at all. Wow, that's a great point. Look, I mean, there will be an investigation because uh, in 20, I mean, it's, it's, it's fairly recent, right? We know that the lab uh, leak happened probably in 2019, late 2019. And then the rest of the world was infected and everything else. And I've got my theories about, you know, why this happened the way it did. 
uh, in a moment, but I want to talk about that. <clears throat> but they'll, they'll they'll want to get to the to the to the um, to the root cause. But they know what the root cause is. They they've already decided. It's like I'm going to uh, you know. It's like it's like all these gamblers that that wait and see who the winners are never going to be, and then they start predicting it. Like they, they see, let's say, a presidential election. You know, it's now. Uh, Trump in 2016 is now at 302 electoral votes, and you say, "I think he's going to win." <laughs> like, like, okay, big guy, you're you're really brave with your bull prediction here. It's so funny, uh, but it doesn't work that way. So, anyway, um, I, 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 that's it, it, there's no courage behind this uh, this bill, and of course, uh, Biden had to sign it because he was pressured to sign it. But what's interesting this about about the uh, the origins of COVID in particular? But I want to get even, I'm more interested in the origins of the panic, okay? Yes, the virus came out from, from uh, the lab. We all know that. But it was also very clear because of, of its contagiousness that it can only be so bad at the end of the day. And we now know in hindsight, but I'm not even talking about hindsight, um, that uh, we really didn't need to shut down anything. It was, it was ridiculous to do so. And I'm, I'm more interested in, in the origins of the panic. And to me, what had happened was that this virus came out. And you, you remember all these videos that China put out showing yeah. how they are, you know, you know, sealing people up and doing all these crazy things because they're in total panic mode. And they, they wanted the world to see that. Because they figured, okay, well, we're doing it. You better do it too. It's the same virus. It's going to come coming home to a country near near you. And in addition, I mean, couple that with the fact that they, what did they do? They they closed down all domestic travel, while at the same time pushing people out to Europe and and elsewhere, but but mostly to Europe and 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 attempted at America as well, because they wanted to make as many people infected as possible. And also, and this is the one that really sticks in my craw, is four states particularly. It was like, I think Michigan, Jersey, um, Pennsylvania, and New York. They sent and they forced nursing homes, who are the most vulnerable of our population, to take people who had the disease inside of them. That, like, I would love to, just an investigation on what information that you had that an upper respiratory disease is going to be the safest if it's forced to be in a nursing home? Oh, it's, it was crazy, the, the idea. Look, I mean, we, we know that, um, what's his name, uh, Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, he, he, was, he was targeted not for, I mean, they talked about the, the deaths in the nursing homes, of course, but the reason why he was actually forced to resign was because of the sexual harassment stuff that they were, they were throwing at him. And he, yes, he fought it a little bit, but I think he was so grateful that it was only about that. And I put only in quotes because that's much better than murder. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And, and, and so that was another sing, signal to me that they were trying to hide information. Look, going back to the shutdown, to the panic in particular, I was really interested in that. And I remember talking to my brother and a couple of liberal friends and said, why is it that we are so panicked out of this? Why, why is the world shutting down? It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, you know, I understand when, when people say, okay, there's this new virus and we've got to be careful. Let's wash our hands. And let's be a little bit more aggressive about that. Like they did with uh, Ebola, like they did with, um, uh, oh, what is it? Um, it starts with an S. SARS? So, SARS? Or bird flu? There was SARS? Yeah, it was something like that. But, yeah. but anyway, it, it was... Um, it was uh, avian flu or whatever it was, but 
it was a new virus, and but we didn't panic the way we did this time, and and shutting down everything, and I it just didn't make any sense, and I I think the reason why we shut down is because China had shut down. We we took their lead, as it were, and it worked. It definitely worked. We we went far full hog on this thing. It was crazy. Now a lot of my liberal friends would say, well, why would they purposely release this? Because I think it was purposeful. Why would they purposefully release this um, into into the world when when their own countrymen, the, their Chinese, would would also be affected by this uh, and die in the droves, millions and millions like this? Why would they do that? That that doesn't make any sense at all. To which I say, oh yeah, it's it's not as if they have a history whatsoever of killing their own people all the time. They they've been great with their own people. They they haven't done a, a massive slaughter of their people. I think sixty million or so. Uh, during the great, great leap forward, as it were, uh, and the mass abortions, forced abortions, and otherwise, no, 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 it's, that's totally cool. That didn't happen. Yeah, obviously, I'm being sarcastic. I, of course, the, the the Chinese don't give a rat's ass about their own people. They've got a much greater agenda going on. The, you think the communists care about their people? Of course not. They, they're they're happy to plow down their own people. You see it in movies all the time, by the way, about war. Uh, the evil general, you know, who wants to now lob a huge bunch of grenades and, and bombs upon the battlefield. But won't this kill our own soldiers, sir? What do I care? Do it. You know, and, and that's, what, that's what China was doing. You're so naive to think that somehow they would, they would consider for a moment their own people. Their much greater agenda was destroying Trump. That's it. They hated Trump. He was was bringing them to their knees economically and no longer taking their crap when it came to the the the, the stealing of infringements and uh, sorry the uh, of copyright and otherwise uh, and, and stealing our intellectual property otherwise we that's what they were fighting and they they timed it perfectly they said let's do it in 2019 it could not have been better for them and we all know that COVID did have a dramatic impact on the election. If not in terms of the sense of uh, uh, the, the sense that Trump may not be able to handle it very well or whatever it is, it, it couldn't be positive for for Trump. And in addition, the whole mail in ballots, which I don't think the Chinese knew, but cer- certainly that was going to be an impact. Exactly. And if you really look at Chinese history, because a lot of people are like, "Oh, China wants to take over the world geographically," and it's like China has no history of invading countries and taking them over. That's not what China does. But something China really thinks about and really has learned from that we don't even know about is the opium wars. And not only fentanyl, but also COVID falls into that because they understand how to take down their enemy is not necessarily with a frontal assault. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I think they also do want to take take over... um, uh, minerals and also certain uh, resources of the. I mean, look in Africa, they're they're very well entrenched. Uh, they're monopolizing a lot of the world's resources and trade, and that will make them more of a superpower. So, yeah, I, I agree that they're not necessarily planning to have soldiers, you know, here in Arkansas, for example, or Washington State, uh, and controlling the people. But I I think they want to become a superpower in their own right, and this is the way to do it. I mean, it, it's kind of obvious to me. And we're foolish to think otherwise. Look, these guys invented the whole bat thing, that, or pangolin, whatever that animal was, and it was such a farce. Uh, it, why couldn't they, they just said, look, we screwed up and we released it. Come on in. We'll, we'll figure out the source of this. But instead, they lied to us. 
We know it was from the lab. Everyone knew it was from a lab right away. Uh, every scientist that studied the virus could see that it had been manipulated as well. Just admit it, and we move forward with it. But expecting a dictatorship to admit these kinds of things uh, is, I guess, asking too much. Russia had Chernobyl. They couldn't deny that, that you know, what happened. I mean, it was a, clearly an accident. They, they weren't pretending that that somehow there was no explosion or that it, that it rose out of a, a wet market or something like that, right? I mean, obviously, by definition, it was because of some goof-up, uh, horrific goof-up uh, in, in Chernobyl. And it's it's almost like you're you're saying that there's also Americans who and like on TV on the internet who helped stoke the fear to help China fight against Trump, like an insurrection. <laughs> I think they I think they loved it. That's not a bad point. I think they loved the tension between China and uh, Trump. And they loved the fact that this was hurting Trump. And I remember more than a couple of interviews, men on the street sort of interviews. So again, you can take this for what it's worth and, and you can say that you can take it with a grain of salt. You can say it's anecdotal, what I'm about to say. But I remember them asking various people, young people that were clearly leftists. And this one couple, man, man and a, a woman. And they said, uh, if it took, uh, you know, if this COVID situation hurt the president, only hurt him, um, would, would that make you happy? And he said, yeah, that, that, that part is happy. Okay, in terms of deaths uh, from COVID, um, if, if it took a million deaths to make sure that Trump would not be reelected, uh, would, be, would you be for that? And they said, I would be for 10 million deaths as long as Trump is no longer uh, president. That's what they said. Yeah, I mean, even your face right now, you're shocked to hear this, but that's exactly what I heard and I remembered it quite well. Maybe one day we'll dig up those videos. But it was very disturbing. But I think that that kind of was the sentiment of a lot of people that, uh, you know, I think even in hindsight, they would say, yeah, I think it's worth it to, to, to have that many people die so, such that Trump will not be reelected. Even forget about COVID for a second. Just it, 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 would that be a reasonable trade for you? This many Americans dying so that Trump cannot be president again for whatever reason. Not COVID, just anything. Uh, you know, if we had to kill uh, the entire um, uh, city of uh, San Jose, California, let's say, right? W would that be okay with you so long as you knew that was a guarantee that Trump would not be reelected? And they would say, yes. Or what if we take this and like really look into ourselves and say, what about the opposite? You can save the life of 10 million people, but Biden wins that next term. Right. Okay. That actually, I see what you're saying. I am thinking about that. I'm not saying, no, we absolutely saved 10 million. Like, yes, of course, we saved the 10 million people, but I'm not saying it's totally clear. It wasn't, it isn't a hard decision to be like, oh, like I understand, but like who, 10 million people, of course you go for the lives. Like, right. Of course. Yeah. They're, they're all about saving lives and the COVID shutdown, but, but. But wait, if Trump is reelected, let me rethink this. All of a sudden, that's another story. Let's, let's not get drastic here. That Trump being reelected, I don't know. That's that's serious stuff. So uh, I, I want to share with you this very interesting thing because Fauci, a recent video came out about Fauci going about towns and trying to get people vaccinated, particularly in, in black communities. I believe it was in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, so he goes around with the mayor of Baltimore. And uh, he's going door to door 
uh, encouraging this or that black household to get vaccinated. And it, it's not going as well as he thought. But, but first, when we started off, you're going to hear this private conversation between uh, Fauci and the mayor of Baltimore on the one hand. Actually, I mean the mayor of Washington, D.C. Uh, on the other, uh, they go about talking about how they really need to do, you know, what troubles they have and what they expect in, in terms of trouble, in terms of getting everyone vaccinated. And guess who <laughs> the, the real culprit is and who the real problem is. Anyway, I'll, I'll just play it for you. Let's let's play that. What are we going to do about those other states? Oh, my God. They're going to keep the outbreak smoldering in the country. It's so crazy. I mean, they're not doing it because they say they don't want to do it. They're Republicans. They don't like to be told what to do. And we got to break that, you know, unpack that. Okay, so let me me just stop it right there because (laughs) the Republicans, they don't like to be told what to do, which is true, right? I, I half expected him to say, you know, Republicans are morons. They, they, they just, they're just not educated like we are, we the Democrats. So, you know, <laughs> so, but, but you can see the, the elitism nonetheless in this. They don't like to be told what to do. And, and, and it's as if just, you know, as we say in Yiddish, Davka, just, just because. Like they're, they're not going to do it because you asked them to do it or told them to do it. So that's why. But, but they're just ever so stubborn. And we, we need to, to change things up. And they're going to be so smart and they're going to teach these people exactly what's up. They know way more than them and they are going to tell them. Yeah, it's, it talk about mansplaining, right? It's, yeah. it's, they, they all, they're all against mansplaining except when the government has to explain stuff. So, or it's Dr. Fauci, generally speaking. Let's continue on. You guys doing what vaccine? Oh, I'm not having a I'm waiting for them to be able to. Oh, you should get it first. I'll tell you, that way you won't give it to them. She's talking about uh, this little child that's with her, I guess the daughter. And she says, well, I'm waiting for the daughter to be able to get a vaccine. So that, that way I'll get it later on. Now it's clear the woman is, is not interested in getting the vaccine. She knows the story, but um, she's not excited about it. And now, now this, the mayor of, of, of D.C. is now telling her, no, no, you, you should get it first, and then you won't give it to her, and so on. Anyway, let's continue. I thought I, thought I would give it to him if I get it. No, no, not at all. In oh. fact, we got to get you vaccinated so that if you were to get infected, you could pass it on to them. Oh. So you're actually protecting your family by getting him vaccinated. Well, well I heard that it doesn't um, cure it, and it doesn't um, stop you from getting it. No, so on the very, very. OK, so I, she said it. She heard about it and she's right. Right. And, and the, the funny thing is, I think this video was was taken sometime in the early stages of the rollout of the vaccines. So here he is about to lie to her about it, because everything that he's about to say, you're going to you're going to say, wait, that didn't happen at all. In fact, everyone I know who got the vaccine got COVID anyway. Let's play it very rare chance that you do get it even if you're vaccinated it's a very you don't even feel sick it's like you don't even know you got infected okay so on the very rare chance you mean like the 100 percent chance that you'll get it you know 100 is now very rare uh, and then and then if you do get it you won't even know it you just won't know it like okay yeah right i talked to my my family all of who got vaccinated i didn't get vaccinated i did get covid but it wasn't so bad and it's just this narrative just doesn't fly at all. And so he, 
he's telling everyone, he's lying to everyone. He doesn't know Jack about this, obviously. It's very, very good at protecting you. Just the Anacostia, so get up okay. there. Okay. All right, Thank see you, you later. Thank you. Have a good day. The people in America. So, so clearly, uh, she's not buying this crap. I mean, she's polite with him, but she's not buying the crap at all. Okay, so that's the great thing. Now, they're about to go to the, this other guy. He's our favorite so far. Uh, you'll see why, why we... So they're going up to this other gentleman, uh, and I don't think they expect what he's about to give them. Here you go. Okay. All right, Thank see you, you later. Thank you. Have a good day. The people in America are not settled with the information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not going to be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination for something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time. It takes years to create vaccination. Well, it, it used to take years. Okay, it used to. It, it you, know how, take you know how many years were invested in this, in this approach? Okay, so let me just say in passing that this guy has got it spot on. He actually is very informed about it, right? And now Fauci is going to learn him something, right? He's, he's going to teach him what's what. <clears throat> and now he's going to get to the, to the approach of how long it is and everything else. Nobody's buying. This man knows what's what. And he's right to ask the questions. Suddenly they're rolling out so quickly and it's going to be so great. I don't think so is what he's saying. And he ends up being right, of course. The, you know, we now have the benefit of a year and a half or so from this rollout. And we, we saw how it just, it was a bunch of garbage. I knew it was garbage. Devin, you knew it was garbage. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, that's why we didn't get vaccinated in the first place. So, uh, but it's, it's, it's beautiful to see how this all played out, how, how right this man was and how wrong Fauci was. And it's natural instinct. And that's why I love this man and him on the Trump ticket. I would absolutely love as vice president because he's no nonsense. But he has that understanding that the government has never cared about his life except for this moment. So what's up with this? Yeah, he's, he's exactly right. There was a Saturday Night Live uh, episode uh, where they're saying, uh, I don't know, it was, it was uh, uh, something about the, uh, the, the smartphone and about how you, know, you, should, you shouldn't give the information to the government. And then, and then this guy who's a hick says, yeah, because that's how they get you. And, and the black contestants, it was Black Jeopardy. They, remember that one? Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. So then, then they, <laughs> and they all agreed, uh-huh, that's right, exactly right. You got it. I forget his name that they call him, Doug. Yeah, yeah. Doug, the, Doug the, played by Tom Hanks, who was the white hick. And, and they found a lot of common ground with him. And, and he was, yeah, Trump hat and everything else. It was a very funny episode, uh, skit. And, and that's understandable from the black community. They do not trust the government. I don't trust the government. I'm with them. I don't trust the government. And, and nor do they. And here, this gentleman is saying exactly the same thing. And Fauci is trying to plead with him to say, no, no, I, let me argue with you about this. And uh, this, this man takes him to town. Here you go. Let's continue on because uh, to hear Fauci explain himself. About 20 years of science to get us to be able to do it. 20 years is not good. enough. And nine months is definitely not no. enough for nobody to be taking no vaccination that you all came up with. The only yeah. reason I'm talking to you right now, well, as close well, as we are, is that I've been vaccinated. Right. That's the, um, that's the mayor of D.C. speaking. But if it allow thousands of people like you don't get vaccinated, you're going to let this virus continue to percolate in this country and in this world. Something like the common flu then, right? <laughs> yeah, damn straight. Exactly right. And I love this guy's face. He's like, he, he will not have any of it. 
And it's not gar- so. So then they talk about numbers that let's continue on because I want to play be fair here uh, and not edit this out because it's it's worth listening to this. Not it's like, not much like more serious than the flu. Right? Well, the flu kills a lot of people annually, yeah. too. Do you know how many people died of the flu the last year? I mean, not this year, virtually none, but the previous year, about twenty to 30,000. You know how many people have died from COVID-19 in the United States? 600,000 Americans. Well, you, well, that, well the, the number that you all given that died, that's, that's once again, that's you all's number. Damn straight. That is your number, sir. When, when we know that all these numbers were wildly inflated, it was wildly inflated, and now they're coming out with it. Just in the same way that we now know that the virus came from a lab, we're now discovering, not to our surprise, not to definite my surprise, that uh, these numbers were inflated. Of course they were inflated. They, they wanted to make these numbers huge to, to complain about the way that Trump is handling it. Um, that's, that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like the way he's confronting them. Or do you want to say something about yeah, that? Yeah, or like at the beginning, she said, the only reason I'm talking to you, this close to you. The mayor, that the is. The mayor. And this is her constituent. She serves him. Her job is to serve this man. And the only reason she's going to be this close to him is because she's vaccinated from a potential disease he has. That is the leadership she is bringing to it. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Look, I'm surprised that they don't have masks on in this video, at least. So, uh, but I, you know, because the vaccinated shouldn't need a mask anyway. Yeah, we'll we'll continue on. So then they finally say, "Are going to pass?" And he goes, "Yeah, you're damn right, I'm going to pass." You gonna pass? Yeah, definitely. Because when you you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that. Something else. Something else going on. It is something going on with it. I like this guy. I like him more and more. I, whoever he is, I, I want to get him a beer. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Whatever he wants, I want to I sit down with him. How can I, can I get you a good coffee? Whatever, what would you like? I'd like to provide it to you. And you know what? Let's, let's hang out. There are so many incredible universities in the D.C. area. You got Georgetown, you got GW, you got American University. This man is not a professor in any of one, I'm guessing, and he is smarter than every single professor in any one of those. You know what? You're right. He is smarter, and he turns out to be right. I've been right about everything that he's saying. He was right. I mean, you and I were right about it, too. He was right. Okay, look, you know, you and I went to college and all the good stuff. And I don't know if this man went to college. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But whatever, um, he's, he's got it right. He got it right. And, the, and this Fauci jackass and, and the woman, the, the mayor, uh, both of whom purport to be really brilliant experts and everything, all wrong. Everything about what they said was wrong. And the cool thing is that he is actually, um, I totally forgot what I was going to say. but uh, No, no, I'm sorry. Um, it begs the question what he said because it's exactly right. And I've thought this, but I don't have an answer. Something else is going on. Yeah. Why that we know that vaccines is less and less effective, do they keep on pushing them harder and harder now? Yeah, you would think that the, the vaccine would speak for itself, right? They, like, uh, I got vaccinated and, and now I don't get, uh, I haven't gotten COVID. And everyone who did get COVID, well, they're the ones who didn't get the vaccine. Then they would have an argument. Then the vaccine would speak for itself, as it were, but it doesn't. It, in fact, it says the opposite. Right. You're right. But I'm glad millions of people like me and most everybody here didn't get an incentive. You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the city. Well, but that, I, I, well, I won't keep doing anymore. It's okay, because my, 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 my incentive... Y'all can't... <laughs> 
they want out of this conversation like presto pronto because this this is not going over very well. And, but this guy is still talking, and and God bless the cameraman. He keeps his camera on this guy, all right. While while the others are moving away, so you don't hear his voice kind of off in the distance, you know, fading away like the Doppler effect. It's, <laughs> they, they basically they focus on him. So here we go. Campaign is about fear. It's about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear. That's what this pandemic is. It's a fear. It's fear. This pandemic. That's all it is. So. So, and at this point, he's alone while they, the mayor and Fauci have already left and are walking down like, oh, crap, this is not going the way he wants. And the cameraman, again, to his great credit, just focuses on this guy. So I, I like that part of it. All right. So th- there's more to talk about. Um, but that's COVID for you. And, and we're learning all about ourselves, aren't we? I, I think that... We, I don't know about you, Devin. I mean, I know that, you know, when we first met each other, uh, we worked together, Devin and I, and I got to tell you, we both had the same approach to this. I know you appreciate that I didn't require or that, that you know, my firm doesn't require vaccines uh, out of anybody. I, in fact, I, I hope that they didn't get the vaccine because I thought it was dangerous. And I, I think we look back on on our handling of the COVID uh, shutdown with great pride, right? I mean, I look back on it and then say, you know what? I did not cave in. I, I knew something was up with this and I wasn't about to just go along with what the authorities said. And yeah, I, I do think I, I have a little bit better insight to myself as to how I would have dealt with the Nazis. How about that, Right. I mean, in fact, you say, well, that's an absurd comparison, Barack. That's, that's absurd. On the contrary, it's a fantastic comparison. Because if they could get you to jump and, and yell and scream to the unvaccinated as you have, you, you lefties out there, uh, based without, without any threat of jail, without any threat of, of uh, being killed or sent to the gas chambers, <laughs> you think that you would somehow be tougher? When it came to the Nazis, no, you, you'd be running like a little schoolgirl uh, all the more so had there been guns involved, right? I know that if something more serious would be out there, now I know I would have reacted even more aggressively against it. I would have said, F this crap. That's what I would have said. And I would have fought it. And I, and I know now about myself about this. And I know that about you. Right, and... One one of the reasons why I think the Nazi thing is so perfect for this time to be able to discuss it, because for the liberal mind who's been inoculated, been, it's been pushed, all this propaganda, all this fear, all this um, stuff, they have and kind of a small understanding when you mention Nazi Germany that government is not always doing the right thing for the right reason all the time. They can – wait, wait, no, no. If the government there is not completely perfect all the time, then maybe possibly a bunch of human beings who call themselves a governor in the United, like government in the United States, might possibly have made a mistake or even worse, done the wrong thing for selfish reasons. Wow. That's a great point. Look, I mean, I, I would hope that this shutdown and the response to it, everything about it was wrong. We, we now know in hindsight everything. The, it was a lab virus and it was manipulated lab virus, uh, there's a question as to whether it was 
released negligently or intentionally. I think it was intentional. But either way, uh, the way that China responded to a negligent release was was inexcusable. Um, and now we know the shutdown had no effect. We know that the vaccine uh, had no effect. If anything, it was actually problematic and actually created more symptoms than than anything else that it would uh, that would otherwise have helped. We know the masks didn't work. We know we we knew that the the hospitals were ignoring uh, ivermectin. They were ignoring natural immunity. Everything, everything that we said was right. Everything, not most of it, everything. And one of the biggest things we learned, and this not coming from a place of like I'm better than someone, but saying from a place of. I have done some horrible mistakes and some horrible things, but we see in that moment, especially with doctors, especially with bureaucrats, how horrible and destructive cowards are. Oh, thank you. You, you were so right. Cowards are the most dangerous people out there because they, they, they will do the bidding of horrific people. That's what, that's what they did, and, and we're seeing, we saw that. Uh, we also saw during the shutdown, and I've, I've said this before, but I, I, I want to say it again, that the people who resisted, the, the people who kept their salons open, their restaurants open or whatever, uh, the people who were marching in the streets, as I did, uh, without masks, no less, uh, you know, there was some risk of us being arrested. Um, those people were the religious ones. Devout Jews, devout Christians, they're the ones. The churches that kept their doors open, right? I mean, look, I wish all the, you know, that's not to say that all Christians were awesome in this. I'm not saying that at all. But I am saying that those who did resist, they were all religious, religious folks, every single one. And I'm, I'm very proud of that. I really am. And it goes, and, and the question is why? I mean, that's a, that's a reasonable question why. Here's my theory. The reason why is that religious folk every Sunday go out and learn about characters in the Bible resisting authority, right? Here's Moses saying no to Pharaoh, taking a a very big stance. Here's little David fighting Goliath, right? Uh, Here's uh, Joseph. Here's Jacob. Here's, Here's Daniel. Here's Esther. Right? All these stories are, are stories of resistance against authority. And if you don't go to church, if you don't go to synagogue at all, you never learn these stories. And all you're told to do is, well, you know, the authorities, we, we have to respect the authorities, do, do whatever they say. They don't have the resistance muscle. We do, but they don't, especially the atheists. But people have no clue whatsoever about the purpose of God. So... I think that's the reason why that explains it. And uh, we ended up being right. And, and because, look, something, something, when fear takes over the mind, it completely turns off your logic, your sense of common sense for that matter. And, and we saw that, didn't we? We saw when, when people just were not making sense anymore. When people driving in masks, you know, alone in their car, I mean, that's the obvious one, right? I just thought, okay, this is too much. I mean, people were, during the stock market of uh, the bubble of, of thinking it was 2000, people talked about irrational exuberance. Remember that? In this case, it was irrational fear. It, it made no sense. It, it, you would think that this, they were worried that a meteor was about to hit Los Angeles or, or the whole country for that matter. Uh, and, and it just wasn't so. And, and the, 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 the way that they forced doctors not to allow prescriptions of ivermectin 
and HCQ plus zinc, uh, that, that dog didn't hunt with me. I mean, nothing made sense. Right. And what were they really afraid of? They were afraid of like, not only like, you know, like they're afraid of death or illness or inconvenience or judgment. Like, guess what? We're all going to get sick. Yeah. We're all going to die. Yeah. I, I mean, exactly. Like, I, I'm going to look back on 2020 because I, I took a lot of trips. <laughs> I went to Alaska. I, I went to uh, Arizona. I'm trying to remember all the places. I went to South Dakota. Went, went mountain biking with my kids uh, on, a, on a nice trip. Uh, we went everywhere. New York twice. I went to Mexico. <laughs> I went to Texas. Uh, every, you know, a couple of places in California as well. We, we flew everywhere. We drove everywhere. We, we didn't let flying stop us, by the way. We, it was fantastic to fly. No, nobody else was in the plane. It was great. Um, and I think I'm very proud to say that I think my kids will be very, they'll appreciate what we did back in 2020. I did not want them to live in fear. And on the contrary, we laughed at everyone. We just thought it was ridiculous. And I, I, I love that meme of, of the, the wrought iron fence. And they said, wearing a mask to stop the virus is like thinking that you can stop mosquitoes from <laughs> by going through this wrought iron fence. I thought it was brilliant. Um, and so we laughed and laughed. And that's, that's the way it works. Look, I, I want to talk about one other thing. It's a completely different topic, but all the same, an important one because it's so in the news. Um, this Trump situation with the possible indictment of Trump um, because of allegedly paying hush money to Stormy Daniels. I guess she's a former porn star. Um, pretty woman, by the way, I got to say. She's, she's quite attractive. But uh, anyway, Trump's response, you know, whether it's hush money or not, I don't care, right? Look, I mean, he, everyone knows he's a womanizer. That's not the best quality about him. But that's not why we, we vote for a president. Uh, you know, every, everyone's got their thing, all right? Everyone. And... Look, fortunately, I haven't cheated my wife. I don't plan ever to. I love her deeply and everything else. But you know what? I've got my flaws too, right? You could always find something about somebody, okay? But the question is, does it impact his job? And of course, with Trump, it didn't. It just didn't. He, he was the most effective president we've ever had. Anyway, so this is what this guy, uh, Bragg, I believe his, his name is the DA in uh, New York. And they're pushing this. And you, you know the story. We don't need to re repeat the story. The, the gist of it was it's a misdemeanor. They're trying to elevate it to a felony so that they can gloriously put him in cuffs at some point. Won't this be a great moment for the cameras? And Trump kind of got ahead of the game, not surprisingly. And he said, they're going to try to arrest me on Tuesday. And now they can't do it. It's like a really embarrassing for them. Now they've pushed it to Thursday, perhaps, maybe Friday. Look, you know, by the time this podcast comes out, maybe we'll have more information. Maybe he will be arrested. Maybe he won't be arrested. I'm not making a prediction here. What I will do, it will say, is that if they do arrest him, it ain't going to be uh, found out that he's guilty of anything uh, to the extent that they somehow have a kangaroo court and find him to be guilty. It'll be exactly that, a kangaroo court where the verdict is just flawed. It, it's, it's like the impeachment. I mean, nobody takes it seriously. Uh, he was impeached. Yeah, by, by you, you bastards. Right. <laughs> not, not a single Republican voted you know, against him. Well, actually, in, 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 um, in the Senate they did, so I, I'm staying corrected there. Yeah. But anyway, that, but the loser, the rhino called uh, Romney and one other, I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, not, a, not a good look for a Bragg, uh, not a good look for the Democrats. This, it looks instead like they are out for it, for a political kill, and it looks disgusting. It looks corrupt. Exactly, and the opposite way is like 
okay, this is the game now? Mm-hmm. We can put Pelosi in or Debbie Wasserman Schultz in for insider trading, what Blinken did and Newland did for the Nord Stream, like Sullivan did for the Nord Stream, or even for Afghanistan. Maybe we could put him in, like, if we're going to use this and misuse the judiciary, okay. Well, I, you know, or, you know I, know, I know this is a much smaller thing, mm-hmm. but... You know, Biden family trying to have influence peddling with China and taking money. I know that's a small thing. That's that so should be a, that should be a misdemeanor. That's, You're right. I mean, yeah. I, you know what? Maybe I'm quibbling. When here. did that become a crime to sell out I, your exactly. own country to another? I know. Like, yeah. if, if it's if it's a crime and a treason to take money from uh, another foreign country for the sake of getting better treatment for that country. Well, then guilty as charged. <laughs> Comparing that to sleeping with a woman is just unfair. Come on. <laughs> Who is the worst between the two, right? Anyway, but I mean, obviously this Trump stuff, this, uh, this indictment stuff, this threat of arresting him, it's all an attempt to distract from the larger story, what should be the larger story of uh, Biden taking money from the Chinese. Now we know, by the way, that, that there's actually hard evidence, and Congress has found it. It's not as if I, I'm looking at it some crazy website. Uh, Congress has found these accounts showing direct Chinese money to the Biden family. And, and then the only question is, what's this for, sir? They, and they don't have an explanation. They're not going to have an explanation. I mean, how could they possibly concoct this in such a way to justify it? And uh, probably the only reason is that like possibly he's a lobbyist that is unregistered, which is exactly what they did to Flynn for like four years when he was going to be like the um, national security director or something like that. Like it's um, remember journal. Fl- no, 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 I, I know what you're talking about, but but I look, I, I think you're giving as much credit as you can. But but there's not even possible to make that connection, because in this example, uh, Biden is getting the money. Right. It's not as if, you know, somebody is is lobbying. A, a senator to say, look, you know, if, if we'll contribute to your campaign right. if you vote X, Y, or Z to our cause. That's not it. They're, they're giving it to Biden. Yeah. And, and Biden is not voting one way. I mean, that's pure corruption. Yeah. That's treason. That it's, it's, there's no other way to look at it. And even some Democrat outlets are now agreeing that this is a bad look. Uh, MSNBC, no less, said this. This, you know, this doesn't look good. She she tried to backtrack it, saying, "I'm sure there's an explanation, but right now it's it, you know it's not looking so great." Okay, yeah. Well, guess what? It's not going to look so great in the future either. There's there's no amount of time that'll pass that will make this somehow better. Okay, uh, so look, the the best thing that Biden has got going for him is that he's a Democrat. Yeah. Had had he been a Republican, had he been anything other than a Democrat. Uh, they would uh, they would just escort him. They they would take him to the cleaners. And I want to add to it that not only is a Democrat, but his VP is Kamala. No one's impeaching him on the Democrat side. No one wants to get rid of him. They do not. For some reason, liberals hate her, and no one wants her to be president. Oh, I, I see. We're saying. No, I I think you're right about that. And by the way, that's very racist of, of you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> she is a glorious woman of color. And just because of that, she's fantastic yeah. by definition. There, there's nothing she can do that's wrong. <laughs> what happened recently? She was booed in this, uh, in this Ohio State game, I think it was, against it was, Howard, her yeah. alma mater. Yeah. I think it was Ohio. And uh, she gets out in the court and 
everyone's booing her. I wish we had the clip. We just can't find it. But it's hysterical. And it just goes to show the depth of, of disrespect for her. And then you see her in the locker room talking to the Howard players who lost at that point 26 points by 26 points. And she's giving them a pep rally. And, and you obviously can't see it on this podcast, but <laughs> they do not like her. They are clearly not impressed with her, and they just don't want her there at all. So something is uh, something's afoot, my friends, and God willing, we're going to have a nice fight in 2024, just a year and a half away or so, and we're going to win this, uh, this presidential election. We, you know why? Because we have to. <laughs> we just have to. Exactly. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks so much for listening this week again. Uh, Brock Larry signing off saying God bless. Be strong. And we'll talk with you next week.